Not content with your content? You've come to the right place. The Discontent Show with Joe Kuzma. Every brand starts with a story. Here's how you can grow your business by sharing it. Now with today's topic, the host of The Discontent Show, Joe Kuzma. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Discontent Show. My name is Joe Kuzma, and I am here today once again to give you some tips, some best practices, and some ideas on how you could further improve your content marketing. And among those five pillars of content marketing of which I focus on personally, believe it or not, ding, 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 podcasting. Today, I want to talk about the best ways maybe to grow your podcast audience. I have three kind of topics here that are each in and of themselves, some rather detailed categories that could even get into in further depth and detail. But I wanted to hit these real quick because this really pertains to you as a podcaster. You're trying to grow your audience and podcasting is on fire. It's probably how you found me here. And with 15 or 20% growth every year, it also means you're going to not only be competing, there's lots of more listeners out there, a bigger audience that you're trying to grow, trying to attract, but there are other people that are launching podcasts at the same time, so you have more and more competition. So there are three specific ways you could grow your audience, of course. I'm just going to tell you the three ways right now, and then we're going to get into each one of these in a little bit more detail here in this quick hit of an episode. And just to mind everyone that may be a YouTuber out there as well, YouTube is basically the same way that this works. Of course, there's going to be a few things here that are very podcast specific, such as talking about iTunes. However, a lot of these same best practices and tips are going to help you out in the long run if you happen to also simulcast on YouTube, uh, that being your podcast, or if you happen to be dealing with video and YouTube specifically. So uh, don't tune out. Some of this stuff is going to help you out. Um, but the three ways you're going to want to attempt to grow your podcast audience is number one, SEO. What is SEO, Joe? A lot of people think it's voodoo, black magic, witchcraft, stuff like that. It's very true. The When you go to KFC, you don't get to get the kernel secret recipe. They just give you chicken, right? And that's kind of like how it works when you're dealing with any of these search engines. Specifically, we know which one we're talking about big time is Google, but uh, they have algorithms and they don't give those out. So it's just your best practices, uh, maybe the best tip that you may have uh, is some tips and tricks in order to show up higher in Google search ranks. Of course, there's always that paid versus organic type of deal as well, where, you know, you get what you pay for. So if you're working for this for free, you got to put in a little bit of sweat equity here. You got to put a little bit of time and make sure you do some of these things to the best of your ability. Um, the directories is number two. You got to get listed in all of these different services I'm going to talk about in a second. And number three, you got to know your audience. And I mean, this one's a pretty simple one. I've covered this before in other episodes. So I'll briefly touch on that. But first, let's boomerang back around to podcasting SEO best practices. 
in case you weren't aware, anything you do that's pretty much automated, I talk a lot about automation. I talk about simplifying certain things and making it more efficient for yourself. But of course, if you're going to go out and do that, you have to be careful because there are certain things that are best suited to a human versus a robot. And in the long run, it's going to be better if you end up writing your specific titles, your descriptions, your show notes. And when you do these type of things, you got to think like a person that's searching for a specific topic. So for example, uh, you know, this episode, for example, three ways to grow your podcast audience. It answers a very specific question. So you want to try and answer a question that somebody might be looking for. A previous episode talked about how you can use if if this, then that, which is a web service to automate your social media posting. It's something that people are maybe searching for. You're answering a very specific question. If you happen to get into a, a very fine detail into a niche or a niche, depending on how you want to say that word, you can actually end up going viral. It could launch pad uh, your, your whole entire platform into new levels. So uh, some of the best practices, of course, is, you know, if you're doing this kind of robotically and you put a very lazy show title out there, people are just going to tune you out. So you got to be kind of specific. I worry about this myself, even with the name discontent, but I wanted something a little catchy that people could easily search for. And it also was a play on words. Uh, but that's the title of the overall show. There's still in within my title is content marketing tips and tricks. So you're trying, I'm trying to actually attract people who are into marketing into like digital content, social media marketing with any of the titles of my shows. And I'm also trying to solve very specific problems for each and every one of you in doing that. So it's not really this, you know, earth shattering idea, but it's sometimes not as obvious to those of us who haven't really given it some thought. So remember that. And I just mentioned like some of the keywords here, but you want to put some of these keywords in your title and your description and your notes and, and you want to put them kind of in the beginning too, because a lot of this stuff is going to get truncated or chopped off. If you happen to look at it, uh, let's say you're on iTunes and you're on a, on a computer, you're going to see more of the title than if you're on the Apple podcasts, uh, Apple app on your iPhone, which isn't the same as iTunes. It's a, it's an individual deal, uh, split off from the iTunes app that you would have on your computer. Uh, I digress though. If you don't get to the point, which was one of my previous topics as well, people may not see that keyword right away. So um, make sure that you're using the right tools too. You, when you upload maybe an MP3 file, you want to have a cover file. There's a specific spec that is recommended by most of these services. You don't want to go over, I think 200 kilobytes is maybe the file limit within the embedded. It's, it's just like a cover image. So if you've bought an MP3 before from anywhere and you see the art that's embedded with that file, you're doing the same thing here. And I have some tips and tricks on how you could create that if you don't happen to have that, but you want that cover art and you also want your author name and at least your title embedded within your MP3. So when you actually create this file, uh, make sure you're using some type of software that allows you to put those tags in or 
there's also software that's out there that allows you to edit these tags as well. I think one is a freeware program called MP3 Tag, if you want to go search for that. Uh, putting that in there before you upload too, that's going to help you in the long run with your SEO. And of course, when you put this type of stuff on social media as well, uh, you just, you're just helping get this spread out a little bit more. So even though it's a little bit of social media marketing there, just remember all of these circles overlap and then the circle you draw around all of these circles is your overall reach. So make sure you're sharing some of these episodes as well, like on a Facebook or Twitter platform if you have it. It's going to help your SEO. When those keywords are out there on those services, it also helps Google see you as a more reputable source for those topics and or keywords. And even SEO is a little more than just keywords. I mean, we've talked about how we just talked about cover art, for example. I mean, your podcast artwork, maybe you want to have something that's very specific to your title, just as mine has. You have or your or your overall topics that you're talking about. I'm showing, you know, Facebook icons and things of that nature. Also talking and, and it shows right beneath the discontent logo, which is professionally designed. It, it tells you what the show is about. Um, if you happen to be, you know, someone that's very comfortable being on camera, a lot of people like to put their own picture out there too. But it has to be a good picture. This isn't something that you shoot against the wall uh, with, the, you know, your iPhone or your Android phone, and there's bad lighting and stuff like that you're not clean shaven or your hair you know is hasn't been washed for three days stay away from that type of stuff if you think that's going to be a problem or you can't get a professional photo stay away from it it's actually going to be the inverse of that and of course all the crawlers and bots aren't going to see that but this is something where someone's you know they've they've searched for your topic and they're looking through a directory and you know, or, the, or search results, and this artwork's going to show up. And I, I, I liken this to just about anything you could get, like food, or if you're looking at craft beer or wine or something of that nature, you don't know what it tastes like. All you can go by is what the label on the box or bottle is as to whether it's going to entice you to purchase. So keep that in mind too. And you're going to want to have, if you have a website that drives all of this, just make sure that it's clean, easy to navigate, and doesn't confuse people, look out of date, or do anything else that may turn someone away. So that's some of the easy podcast SEO that I can recommend for you. When you want to get to the next step of this SEO type of practice, that's where we get into the directory. So they kind of work hand in hand, but obviously there's Apple Podcasts slash iTunes. You need to make sure you're listed there. That is the granddaddy of them all. Google continues to refine and change their actual podcasting platform, but it's Google. You got to be there too, obviously. You got to play in their sandbox, even if their sandbox is, you know, a little weak. <laughs> but, uh, you know, being there, it doesn't hurt it's not going to be any additional, it shouldn't be hardly any additional work for you to be listed there as well. Then there's actually, when you go into this, um, TuneIn Radio. If you're not familiar with TuneIn Radio, TuneIn Radio is going to get you on all of these fancy stuff that's out there that you could talk to. Uh, it gets you on the Echo Dots with Alexa. Uh, it gets you into the Google Home and the Google Home Assistant. 
uh, Microsoft has Cortana, which is their voice assistant on Windows 10. And just getting into all of these type of voice assistants, you can tell Alexa to play your podcast or search for this specific topic, and you're going to get listed within there. Believe it or not, there's a lot of people using this. I've used it myself. So make sure TuneIn Radio doesn't cost you really anything extra in order to get into this. It's just a little bit of sweat equity, as I say. And then once you're there, it should come off your main podcast feed that you're already using for Apple iTunes and you know uh, on Google Podcasts as well. Stitcher, one of the originals that's still out there. There's a lot of people that still use it. It's actually built into a car that I purchased maybe three, four years ago. It's actually built into the entertainment console as one of the options right next to Pandora. So don't discount this either, much like TuneIn Radio. It's just going to cost you a little bit of time to get set up there. And to just make sure you keep an eye on it, make sure it's updating, make sure it's refined, things of that nature. There's many other directories too that you can be listed in. Spotify is one that's growing. They have added their uh, podcast section into there. They're trying to get podcasts uh, up and running. And it's actually a little more smooth now than it was maybe six months ago. And uh, since, and even since their launch, it used to take forever to get in there. Now you can get in there fairly easy. Sometimes you may need to be with a premium podcast provider to make that a more simplified process. Uh, but you could easily do that. Uh, there are also some options with some you know, free options with some of these premium services. They offer a more tiered type thing like a Spreaker or a SoundCloud. And there's people who listen there. And then it'll also help you get into some of these other areas. The only downfall is, is if you're not paying for it, you're only permitted so many minutes of time or so many episodes before you have to start uh, deleting old episodes. So you can only keep a few of your most recent things on there. Now, if you're a very trendy kind of news type podcast or news source, that probably isn't so much a problem as if you're like into a self-help such as myself. Uh, so keep that in mind as well. And then, you know, those services like a Spreaker also help you get into iHeartRadio and some of these other platforms. Everyone's into podcasting right now. But definitely, definitely make sure you're in Apple and Google sandboxes. Make sure you're playing on their playground and make TuneIn Radio a priority as well. And I got to once again add for my YouTubers that are out there. If you want to put an audio-only version of your podcast out on YouTube, I think about 30% or better of anyone that I've worked with that does podcasts, their listenership, their listens, their unique listens, their overall, sometimes even better. People listen to podcasts on YouTube. People even pay to not have ads on YouTube. In order, They pay monthly in order to use YouTube on their mobile phones so they don't have to have the screen on all the time and it'll play in the background and kind of sync with their different uh, Bluetooth things and, and controls and stuff. It sounds crazy, but YouTube, once again, one of the largest search engines in the entire world also owned by Google, they play very well together, so it's something to keep in mind a little bit of extra time every time that you do a new episode. It's not going to just leech it from, let's say, one of these RSS feeds that you already have set up. Some of these other services like TuneIn Radio or Stitcher, uh, Spotify, some of them are set it and forget it. But you know, something like YouTube, 
you may have to put a little bit extra time into that. And of course, if you're paying for a service like a Spreaker as well, they have a way to share um, not only the iHeartRadio and I believe also Spotify, but they also share to SoundCloud and you could share to YouTube off of that as well. No endorsement here. I'm not getting paid by Spreaker whatsoever. It's just one that I have used in the past to help facilitate getting other people into very many areas so all your eggs aren't in just one basket. So um, the directories, once again, top five, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and then Spotify, which is growing as we speak. Finally, the third way you want to grow your podcast audience is to know your audience. You got to know who you're speaking to. And I've talked about this in general with marketing before. Um, You're not going to, if you hear my younger daughter ever appear on this show, it's for a little brief cutesy thing. Um, There's so much that people are going to tolerate with that type of thing. I kind of roll my eyes when people put their pets on billboards. You got to know the same thing when you're doing podcasting. You got to know if people are going to tolerate, let's say, harsh or foul language, for example, is one thing. You got to know what people are willing to listen to, how long they're willing to listen to you before you actually get to a point Are you more entertainment? Are you formal? Are you informal? So you kind of mold this yourself by your own personality, your own character, and your own topics. But you also have to know that audience as well because if they're not willing to accept something that's more informal, I get informal, I get a little fun on here, but I also know that a lot of people are all about business and that's what you want to hear me do. So I'm not going to joke around or talk about whatever movie is coming out this week when this is totally geared towards content marketing and specifically this episode geared toward podcasting. So when you know your audience and you know exactly and you know where your audience is coming from, those directories, those other services and things that I talked about, the SEO, you get to continually improve your approach, your strategy. You'll also know what days, what times. Now, once again, you could train them to know, hey, I drop uh, I usually drop an episode every Wednesday. Sometimes it's early, sometimes it's late. But everyone knows who listens to the Discontent Show here that Joe is going to drop a new episode once a week in the middle of the week. And it may be in the morning or the afternoon. You have to know if people, you know, do they listen to this maybe while they're working or are they people who work, you know, uh, overseas, for example. So you you just know when to drop it. And uh, sometimes that's not going to matter because a lot of people are going to do this as on demand. They're going to subscribe to you. They're going to see you have a new show. So, but if you're regional, if you're you know not a worldwide type deal, then that's something to definitely keep in mind. If you do, you want to put something up like late at night right away, or do you want to schedule it to come out you know the next morning or something of that nature? So definitely get to know your audience, know what you can and can't get away with, know what schedule works best for you and for them as well. And that's going to take your podcast a whole long way. You're going to be able to grow that audience. So if you have any questions for me, as always, you could find me over at jokuzma.com. There's a contact form uh, and it'll shoot me a very easy email right there. And I'll be sure to get back to you. I also check the comments uh, here and there on the various platforms that I already mentioned, including YouTube. Uh, So don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And until next time, I thank you for listening. And I always encourage my listeners to be safe, be good, and I'll catch you later. 
Hi folks, this is Joe Kuzma. <laughs> no, don't worry, you're not hearing things twice. I'm just here to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening to today's show and being a follower and subscriber of the Discontent Podcast. And I want to remind you that if you're interested in more information about all the various things it is that I do, whether it be about this show, content marketing, or you want to ask a question, you may visit me at joekuzma.com. That's J-O-E-K-U-Z-M-A dot com. Or you can follow me as well on Facebook. Make sure you get the page and not the personal profile. Sorry, it's only for friends and family. Also on Twitter at Joe underscore Kuzma, LinkedIn or Instagram. Also, don't forget, if you haven't already, subscribe, whether that be on iTunes, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider so you don't miss out on any of the great episodes that we have. Once again, thank you again for your support. And I look forward, as always, to speaking and interacting with each of you again soon.